And now it's time for Letter to Hong Kong with uh, Albert Chan, legislator from the People Power. The following program is a personal view program. My previous letters to Hong Kong were mainly focused on Hong Kong's public governance and democratic development. One thing that I have mentioned quite frequently in NETCO, but not in other public domains, is environmental policy. In the past 20 years, I have advocated compulsory separation of waste for Hong Kong, but unfortunately, all of these demands have fallen on deaf ears. As we all understand, political development and economic policies have to rely on the central government support. But for environmental policy, the Hong Kong SAR government can determine by its own. If we look back on the government's environmental policies, there were very little changes in the past 18 years. The lack of initiative in waste management indicates the government's lack of will in governing our society and improving the livelihood of our people. The chief executive, Xi Weilung, in his election manifesto, pledged to re-examine our environmental protection policy from the perspective of sustainable development and promised to take effective measures to provide a high-quality living environment. He also indicated that he would build Hong Kong into a modern livable city. It seems that his manifesto is pure rhetoric and without much substance. If the government is sincere in improving and protecting our environment, one basic thing that they should do is to formulate a policy that will separate our waste as source. Waste separation is an initial step in protecting the environment. If we look around the world, many cities already have established compulsory waste separation policies for decades. In most developed countries, many of them separate the waste as source. Many of them have an extremely high percentage on waste recycling, some even up to 80 to 90 percent. Hong Kong's situation is totally undesirable. Hong Kong generated a total of 5.56 million tons of waste in 2012, in which only 2.16 million tons were recyclable. And the other 3.4 million tons were disposed of at landfills. Our recycling rate is less than 40%. For leadership and dedication in environmental protection, we don't have to look far for good example. Taipei is a city in terms of history, population and economic development is similar to Hong Kong, but they are far more ahead in their environmental policy. The Taipei government started the waste separation experiment in the 90s and formally implemented the garbage sorting, recycling and reduction action plan in 2003. The action plan required all residents to separate garbage into three different categories, recyclable waste, kitchen waste and general household waste. After the implementation of the above policy, Taipei City's per capita disposal rate of household garbage fell nearly 50%, from 0.6 kg in 2003 to 0.39 kg in 2011.
if compared to Hong Kong, Hong Kong's per capita disposal rate of household garbage is 0.84 kilogram in 2011, which is double of Taipei. If Taipei can be successful in solid waste management, I believe that Hong Kong people can do the same. The problem is our government. As for the Hong Kong government's record, we should be ashamed of ourselves. One of the problem is the usage of plastic bags themselves. We do remember that the government encouraged people not to use plastic bags in shopping, and created a new tax of fifty cents for each plastic bag. However, the government uses plenty of plastic bags themselves. For example, the Agriculture, Fishery, and Conservation Department, the AFCD. Used more than 180,000 plastic bags last year. An additional 350,000 plastic bags consumed by AFCD's contractor in the same year. The numbers add up to over 1,400 plastic bags per day. This should be noted. This is only one department. I believe. The Food and Environmental Hygiene Department should use much more plastic bags than the AFCD. The Hong Kong SAR government is definitely the world leader in using plastic bags. At the time when the Hong Kong government contaminates our environment with millions of plastic bags, the European Commissioner for Environment is advocating zero plastic waste policy. Many developed cities have also established zero plastic bags policy. For example, plastic bags will be banned from all shops in Paris from July 1, 2016. One recent development in environmental policy is zero waste policy. Zero waste is a philosophy that encourages the redesign of our resource life cycle so that all products. Are we used? If we can achieve zero waste, we don't need any landfills and incinerators, because all the waste can be recycled and reused. By doing that, we had to change our way of life, and the government had to design a system and mechanism that will collect and recycle all of our waste. Although zero waste is a very difficult task, San Francisco. Have set a target for zero waste in 2020, and a target of 75 percent of recycling of solid waste in 2010. The differences between Hong Kong and San Francisco is leadership and commitment. In the 2015 American Recycle Days, Obama, the President of the United States, said, "Communities across America." Must continue promoting activity that encourage people to recycle and to conserve, so we do not take for granted today the world our children will inherit tomorrow. He continued to say, "Let us work to fulfill our obligation to our next generation by safeguarding our resources and working with our friends, families, and neighbors to protect the world we share." Perhaps our political leaders in Hong Kong should have the same belief and commitment. Then we may have a better living environment and a better future.